you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> no! <laughs> Hit it. Hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how was your weekend? It was delightful. <laughs> what did you do? Nothing really. I, uh, um, mm, <laughs> oh my god. I, uh, <laughs> I really did have something to say. Hmm. Okay. I did go to lunch. Mm hmm. With our friend Glenda. Hey, Glenda. Mm-hmm. And went to church. Did some cleaning. I'm doing laundry. Netflixed it up. Mm-hmm. I don't appreciate them raising prices. I don't pay for it, but still. <laughs> so it's I'm not trying to get booted off my mother's plan either. Right. A quick aside. So they need to just as soon as I saw that, chill it out. <laughs> as soon as I saw that article... I sent it to the people that use my account, and they was like, so what you're saying is be going to start having to send you $2 a month. I said, exactly. I think that's fair, though. <laughs> I was like, that's all. Like, we good. I think that's fair. I mean, we have the basic. First of all, I didn't even, I forgot Netflix has all these different plans. Mm-hmm. I have the basic one. Mm-hmm. That's sufficient. <laughs> and personally, I can appreciate them wanting to do more original content, but I feel like for me, mm-hmm. Ooh, that wind was that, doesn't. That was one Lord. Uh, for me, as an original fan of Netflix, where you could get like TV and movies, mm-hmm. I feel like they're like rebranding in a way that I don't like. Mm-hmm. I still feel like they need to keep part of why people signed up for Netflix in the first place. I get it. Some of their original content has become very popular, but you still need to be funneling <laughs> movies and mm-hmm. TV shows that you don't produce mm-hmm. on Netflix. Well, that's part of the reason why I think Dang. it's getting more expensive because they like trying to get blockbuster movies as soon as they hit DVD. They trying to get it on Netflix, like like it would have been when it was blockbusters, like how it would come out as soon as the DVD come out. That's how they're trying to get with Netflix, and I think that's why it's starting to cost them more. Like they spent mad money to get Friends on there. Like they trying to get all these things that are so expensive. That I think that's part of the reason why prices keep increasing. Because if they want to do all of the original content plus get well, Black also, Panther as soon as it come out, but I'm it's also be saying expensive. y'all could cut back on some of y'all original content. <laughs> it's loads. It's mm. loads. They can cut a little bit back mm. on the original content, and honestly. Who cares about friends? I really want to see the statistics well, on friends. Right, I'm like, I don't know who Why I'm y'all spend all that money on friends? Get Fresh Prince. Like, well, you know what? When you're Jamaican, internationally, yeah. you can watch Fresh Prince. I'm like, get that over here. Why like, give me so much for Martin, friends? Sister, Sister, where right. Moesha, get, uh, the Parkers. <laughs> get, me, get me those sitcoms. They're probably cheaper than friends. I was friends. like, the Parkers probably not even expensive. Like, Put them on there, then. <laughs> Put them on there. You could probably get a couple of the ones you I just said. Not, for the same I price am, I am literally, no, I'm not the only person who would be excited for like the Parkers or like Fresh Prince oh, or Martin yeah, or someone to be on um, Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. I was excited when Living Single was on Hulu. I was like, mm. yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's get it together. Anyway. Back to the Netflix. I will say, I do enjoy their documentaries. 
I love their documentary. That's pretty much all I watch. I feel like I enjoy them more than their movies and mm-hmm. TV shows. It's, it's a few TV shows I like. Sometimes mm-hmm. I, I just don't. I don't be liking it. Mm-hmm. But I saw the Fire Festival one. I was on, yeah. And that was wild, y'all. Did you watch the Hulu one and the Netflix one? No, okay. I didn't. And I debated. I mean, I, I've heard from multiple sources that the Netflix one was better. It was more detailed. It was more... I preferred the Netflix one. The only reason <laughs> I watched both is because I know that um, Billy, the main guy, they actually interviewed him for the Hulu What did he movie. say? Did he say anything? He said some stuff, but, like, you could, he was clearly lying about a bunch of stuff. And then, like, some things he just couldn't speak about. And then, like, they had his girlfriend who she... Because you know how the Netflix... Sorry, y'all spoilers if y'all haven't seen it yet. But you know how the Netflix one ends with, like, him getting on the phone with Billy? Hulu one ends like that, but it's Billy calling from jail, calling his girlfriend. And so she's like, can I answer this? Because, like, he's calling from jail, so I don't always get to talk to him. Um, so... And it was like a letter from his mom that they read. So it was just a different people that they interviewed. So that's the reason why I watched both of them. Because I wanted to hear from everybody. And it was actually really interesting to watch the Hulu one. Because um, what was the uh, media company that they used for social media? It was like F Daniel or some name. I forgot what name it was. There was um, one of their employees on the Hulu one that basically the company is blaming him for everything and he was like f them because that company is who partnered with netflix to make the netflix one so he's saying that the netflix one is slightly biased to make them seem like they weren't bad but they're also defendants on the case so they were like that's why the hulu one happened because the netflix one since they were partners in it is slightly biased to make them look like the good guys so that's the only reason why i wanted to watch both you know, I probably will watch the Hulu version, but mm-hmm. my brother, some, <laughs> he of that, some of that camera footage, yeah. don't lie. Right. And while the media company did it, made part of Netflix, mm-hmm. everyone in that video was not elite aligned with that oh, media company. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. you know, if you, 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 I mean, the proof is in the pudding. I mean, just, mm-hmm. just the clips of people's social media posts said yeah. it all. Like, I, <laughs> like you can feel how you want to feel, uh-huh. but you're responsible. Yeah, absolutely. You were frauding people. Because the thing is, even without, like, the rain the night before, it still would have been a mess. It still wasn't going to work. Yeah. Y'all still did not have enough beds. Mm-mm. I mean, you had your employees speaking mm-hmm. that are not with the media company. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And maybe they do want to stick it to you, probably mm-hmm. because they don't. Have, they lost their job in that moment. Yep. One guy said he had personal Amex. Yeah. Like, yeah. They they have thousands of dollars sure, it probably is biased towards you. You got a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars credit card. Which, first of all, I said that's your limit, brother. That's where you at. Okay. <laughs> that's your limit to have that much. <laughs> okay. I mean, right. that's unfortunate, but what a limit. I mean, buy a house. Put a down payment on a house. I mean, Thanks. buy a car. I just like, whoa. But that was really interesting. Yeah. Um, and then they have one seven days out. Mm-hmm. As an event planner, yeah. it just gives me yeah. such a... I like that one. Like, I could just jizz watching it. It really... <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I like that, and I like the tidying up. Show I haven't too. watched that yet, but I've heard about it. I'm going to watch that. But the seven mm-hmm. days out, 
as an event planner, really just like got my spidey senses tingling. Mm-hmm. Um, those are really big productions, and it takes yeah. so much logistical work into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish, because I, I started off just watching the Chanel one. I didn't go on order. Mm-hmm. And I wish they would have, I wish it, it could have been longer. I would have wanted to uh, yeah. just see more. I want to see more. Mm-hmm. As a, a logistical person, I'm like, well, how did you do this? When are you playing this? When are you? Mm-hmm. And obviously in an hour, they're not going to do that. Right. But yeah. I found it very interesting because I just always love stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I hope to do like larger events like that mm-hmm. one day. So mm-hmm. I was like loving it <laughs> yeah i almost exclusively watch documentaries on netflix like if i don't have nothing to watch you know all the tv came back this past week um i just go on netflix and look for documentaries or like docuseries they they do do well with the docuseries yeah. i will give them credit but that is it <laughs> for me um this weekend i was in houston for one of my best friend's birthdays it's um, not my birthday i said one of my best friend's oh. birthdays not yeah. Oh, okay. Yours is a month away. Mm. <laughs> um, so I'm a little, actually a little bit tired, but I did try to catch up on most of the TV I missed while I was gone. Um, because I figured we would discuss some of it, like the fire festival, because I had to watch that today. Um, but yeah, I had a good time in Houston. I came back and this cold smacked me in the face. I was like, oh, I gotta put a coat back on. I can't just wear another jacket. It's supposed to be colder tomorrow. Lord, because I actually, when I was coming over here to record, I walked out the house with just my crew neck on. I was like, ooh, mm mm-mm, I gotta go back in and get my coat because I've been going without a coat most of this, the last couple of days. So I'm back and gotta go back to work tomorrow and have a full week. So that was my weekend. So what's popping in media? So, let me go with my, where I save. So, I'm going to start with Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's coming up, fastly approaching. Mm-hmm. Are you watching the Super Bowl? I mean, if I get invited to a party, I'll go, but I don't even know who me could potentially be in the Super Bowl. I stand with Colin. I, I have not watched. Safe, but I have no clue. I have not watched football. I, I stood with him. I stand with him. I don't watch it, so I have no idea. Anyway... Um, Travis Scott was announced as a performer. He mm-hmm. received, and well, that was a while ago, and obviously he received a lot of backlash from mm-hmm. the black community. Then it came out, a story came out that he wanted to donate his like booking fee to like a social injustice like nonprofit, mm-hmm. and he got slammed again because they're like, mm-hmm. like, so what? They're donating to that? Mm-hmm. They participate in it? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so then some more information came out that apparently, supposedly, that he had a call with Colin before he accepted the gig. Okay. However, mm-hmm. his girlfriend came out and said lies. Ooh. Hashtag lies. Ooh. She said, there is no mutual respect and there is no understanding for anyone working against Kaepernick. Period in caps. Mm. Okay? She says... <laughs> She says, artists don't get paid to perform at the big game. These performers are choosing to do this for a look. The fact that many people have told him, don't support the organization that has blackballed Colin for standing up for people. He still does it anyways. Show more about him than anyone else. And if someone wants to work with the opposition, then that's on them. But do not have your team lie to reporters to insinuate Colin was okay with anyone working against him, period. And then they said that 
Colin like kind of liked some of her posts. So to me, mm-hmm. that confirms that he ain't speak to them. So mm-hmm. I don't know who from his camp put that information out there. Mm-hmm. They saying it's lies. Mm-hmm. And then it was just announced that Gladys Knight will do yeah, the she got mad anthem. She did, and I think part of it is uh, is her statement. Yeah, it wasn't just she was announced. She talked about um, things that she has done her whole life. You know, she don't agree with Collins' way and all this other fodder. And I felt like, yeah. sis, it was better to just announce it and leave it. No one <laughs> needed to hear. Like, and like, if she don't care about the, I mean, if she's in a different, a different range where I don't feel like she'll ever address the backlash. Right, yeah, no. You know what I mean? I don't expect her to. I don't expect her to. But um but the one person I was talking about is Big Boy's confirmed to perform. Oh I read somewhere that he's in there. But I don't see him unless what I read was false. Let me know y'all. I don't feel like no one mentioned him. Mm -hmm. But I will wanna bring up what Nelly said and I wanna bring this up to people who say they stand with Colin but still watch football. Mm-hmm. Nelly made a statement to like TMZ. He was like, I mean, saying basically if they're if they're guilty by performing, you're guilty by watching. He's saying mm-hmm. people still watch football. Mm-hmm. So by to some degree, you're okay with what the NFL is doing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I agree. Mm-hmm. And so for people who started off like I'm not watching, they watch now. Yeah. And so sometimes I wonder how do they feel? Right. And it's yeah. not even in a backlash way. It's just more of how do you feel? Because most people that were boycotting have gone back to watch watching football and yeah. supporting football and reading for and their I teams. Think they were all like okay with boycotting for that one season. I really think that's what it was. And then it was like, all right, that's over. Let's get back to it. But like that's see, what they thought. He's continued to be blackballed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're still okay watching football. And by the way, if you're a listener, and you watch football. I'm not like bashing. I'm just right. wanting to know. I just wanted your point of view. If mm-hmm. you feel like you stand, if you feel like you understand Colin, you support that, mm-hmm. how do you still feel comfortable watching the organization that has blackballed him and continue to do so? Right. Yeah. Just my thoughts. Yeah. Okay. So, moving on to uh, Soldier Boy. <laughs> I Where tried to go? finish that interview in my big Let me tell you something. This week's I, I enjoyed the heck out of that. Dream! I mean, first of all... <laughs> the memes, hilarious. Hilarious. Everything about it yeah. was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But jokes aside... So he had valid points. He had valid points. At, so I just want to say in certain moments, <laughs> you know, past the headband and him kind of being like over the top and mm-hmm. drink. I mean, all of that was hilarious. <laughs> But past that, he was very influential when he came out. Mm-hmm. He was, like, one of the first in the, like, YouTube MySpace space to, like, really mm-hmm. get that going. Mm-hmm. So, like, I give where credit is credit due. And you know what? I still sing Soulja Boy songs. He had <laughs> Actually, when we went out in Houston, they played um, Crank That. And we did it. Because why not? <laughs> right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I believe you could be in a club and they play crank that, and while we like what, how how much y'all want to bet we all ewing? I don't, be, Girl, you know what I mean? Just how white people having watching us, they got try to get us to teach them how to shoot, oh. so they was just excited <laughs> to see us crank that. Uh, but I just feel like even though we laugh about it, we'll still do it because yeah. at it's the time nostalgic. that was what it was—is nostalgic. Yeah. And 
He has some good twerk songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to I mean, these are classic college Facts. gym party they play songs. Too, but yeah, yeah, for real. You know, like yeah, yeah you right. So <laughs> I just want to say it was pretty. It was valid. Now. Did he have the biggest comeback in 2018? No. Comeback where? Like, like Shawn said. I can say that he's working no. on his comeback now. now. I think 2019 could be his year. His interview and blah blah. And if he drop a show, good, right? Um, I forgot. Marriage boot camp. So he's right. working he, on it he, now. If he drops a clever song, he'll be you right. Know, but but like, 2018 goes no. stretch. Like, no. Let's not even no. go there. No. no. But I thought that was funny, <laughs> so I just had to mention that. I watched the interview in tears. Mm. I was just like, I thought it was hilarious. Right. Okay, moving on. Um, just a few R. Kelly updates as we have talked about it and keep everyone updated. So, Sony and R. Kelly reportedly agreed to part ways. Mm-hmm. So, because of all the fodder about this and the continued conversations, finally, something yeah. has happened. Yeah. Um... He was still on the contract for, I think, two more albums. So, like, they bought him out. Mm-hmm. They dropped him. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Also, his former manager, he um, turned himself into the authorities. Good. So, we'll see what continues to happen. I mean, and the one thing I want to talk about at one point, that our Kelly's attorney said that, R. Kelly wasn't aware that Ali was that young when he got married. It's like, stop the lie. <gasps> At this point, stop. First of all, what's your, what's your age and like what's your color? Those are some of the first things you learn about somebody when you get to know them. You're not going to marry somebody without knowing how old they are. Like, that's just foolish. And then it was, and he expected us to believe that. Right. And it's like, tell your, your attorney should have even, should have thought, why am I up here making that statement in right. this interview? That yeah. was even stupid. And yeah. then, there were some more stories like Dave Chappelle said, like R. Kelly sent his goons yeah, after the piss on you, kind of scared. So just more information is coming out about mm-hmm. it. Uh, more celebrities are taking kind of the meet R. Kelly stance, mm-hmm. and except for some, Eric <laughs> um, Badu is come under fire for standing, standing with R. With Kelly, him and saying she loves him, and and, and <sighs> saying that you know. Erica. And so she did a show in Chicago and she mentioned R. Kelly and she got booed. Mm-hmm. And she was just talking about, you know, for the people he abused, if they abused someone else, are we going to chastise them? And I'm like, yes, yes, we are. Yes, right. we are. <laughs> because just because you're abused don't mean you get a pass to abuse the, others. Right. I was like, the thing is, hurt people hurt people, but that doesn't mean it's okay. You're hurt that you get away with hurting other people. That doesn't mean it's okay. Right. That doesn't mean it's okay. Lord. <laughs> Alright, so the last story I want to talk about. I'm so irritated, but I want to talk about it because I'm irritated. Lord. It's future. What he did. In twenty nineteen. I mean, when was the last time him and Sierra were together at this point? Years. 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 Married. Yeah. She has a, a child yeah. with her husband. Yeah. He brings up there's two things I want to talk about. He's been doing interviews. One interview, they asked him, What does he think about future uh Russell Wilson? And he said, well, I don't really think anything. I think he just does what Sierra tells him to do. Okay. And, right, <laughs> right. So, let me just get through this so I can give my two cents. And he was saying that he felt like Russell's being controlled by Sierra. 
like he knows anything about their marriage mm-hmm. and that um, Sierra introduced their child to Russia before you know he gave the okay to meet mm-hmm. um, he thought that was disrespectful and mm-hmm. the fact that she was out there speaking of him so heavily and I'm like she wasn't speaking of him that heavily it was that one time when I was in court I remember she did an interview mm-hmm. she does not speak on you as nearly as much as you speak on her right and saying that Russell should be a man and oh, forbid Lord. Sierra yeah. from ever mentioning Future's name in public. He was like, if I was married, I, would, I wouldn't I would even lie. I would say, you don't even mention his name in public. Don't even talk about him. Don't even da-da-da. But the thing is, people ask about him just like they just asked you about the situation. And you and you and you're and you happy to talk it. about it. So who's the man? So like, that's come what I'm saying. Man. But the thing is, I don't, but the thing is, is... He's complaining that Sierra's talking. Russell don't say nothing about future or anything. Right. People always ask him. They don't say anything. Right. He doesn't say anything about you. Right. And Sierra can speak about you. You're her child's father. She can speak about you just mm-hmm. how you're speaking about her. Mm-hmm. But, but I feel like the difference is when she was speaking about you, it was regard to your court document when you yeah. weren't. Seeing the child when you're supposed to be seeing them, when mm-hmm. you wanted custody and all of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, and then after that, once again, that was years ago. Right. She don't say nothing. Right. And so my whole irritation is, you have six baby mamas. Why do we only hear you speak about her? Because that's the most famous one. And I feel like ego and pride because the other ones, no one knows. And I think the other ones still hop on the future plane. You know what I mean? <laughs> hop on and off at various times. Mm-hmm. And Sierra was like, nah, I'm, I'm legit right. good. Now, the only thing like about what he said, if she did introduce Russell to the child before. No, that was wrong. Right. That wrong. wasn't right. But that's it. <laughs> like, that's the only but that was it. valid point of anything that he just said. If that's true, then right. that wasn't okay. Right. But at the end of the day. It's also done. Right. Yeah. So how do you move forward? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because this is years later. How do you move forward? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it may not have been the right thing, but as to me as a man, mm-hmm. if my child has to split his time, I, I would be happy to know that my child is with someone who cares about him genuinely and treats mm-hmm. the mother well. Mm-hmm. But like that's not that's not what's he not, he that's not, not the focus at all. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then in another interview he's talking about how he wanted more Oh, he brought her up in two interviews? Not uh, just okay. another about the baby moms as a Got whole. You. And she said, um, Nessa just asked, like, would he ever settle down with one of them? Mm-hmm. And he said, first of all, five. Because Sierra's out of the, you got five. She's not available. She's not available, <laughs> brother. And we, but, we don't even know if the other mothers are still single. But. but he's saying that if he settled down with one, the rest of them would get mad. Like, he likes that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. And I feel like that's why he has... An issue with Sierra because she's not into him anymore, yeah. and the other ones maybe have on and off periods where they are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he likes this ego and pride, and like he talked about how he wants more children, and you know he you know wants to what do you say carry on the name and da da da. And it's you like you carried on your name so many times. <laughs> like I don't think that you know you want kids that's fine, but like is it important for you to have a different woman each time? Is that a thing for you? I'm serious. Six kids, six different mothers. Like, mm-hmm. is that a thing for you? Do you want, like, I mean, what what are you trying to do? Are you trying to repopulate the world? I mean, oh what? Are, I'm just saying, like, what's? I don't. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why so many different women. Mm-hmm. Do you like that? It's so many different women. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like, you could just. 
be with one and keep having children or be with a woman and keep having children. But well, somehow, maybe he doesn't want to be with one. And <laughs> that is clear. <laughs> because I don't even think that he... Well, I pretty much know that he's not planning all of these pregnancies. He is just getting women pregnant because he isn't practicing, you know, taking the precautions to not have a bunch of kids. So I don't think he's like wanting to knock up more women. It's just But if he's saying he wants more kids. Right. (laughs) And he knows he's engaging with these women. Mm -hmm. Because my thing is, as a... To me, as a, a guy of status, mm-hmm. and you know how people can be, mm-hmm. a woman, if I'm featuring a woman says, oh, I'm on birth control, I don't care, I'm putting on a condom. <laughs> I don't know you, I can't believe that. Well, yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying, like, if you're a person of status, yeah. you have money, you know how it works, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not I'm not taking no chances. Right. On top of the fact, disease. Because <laughs> who cares about the kids? I feel like no one talks about disease. <laughs> we need to be talking about that more. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Forget the pregnancy because you have money. So like, you mm. know, what about disease? Mm. People nasty. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Hopefully he will figure that out and get his life together. He needs to just go to therapy or something. He needs to get some help. Well, they said futures for. I read somewhere. I think they said futures for guys, who um think therapy is like trash and I'm like I can see that mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like cause he raps a lot about drug use and mm-hmm. it's like get some help brother put, well, the, that was somebody, put the coding down and get a therapist I think it was Charlamagne was saying that he doesn't like future because he raps about all this stuff that he no longer participates in well, like, that's true so he's like so why are you encouraging all these other people to do it if you're not doing it anymore like you've you realize that you don't want to do that anymore, but you still like convincing kind of, others to do it. Right, kind of promoting it and right. putting a spotlight right. on it. Right. So, mm-hmm. anything else in media? No, unless there's something you have. Mm-mm, I don't. I haven't been paying attention to anything. Um. So our question of the week is: Would you rather sell all of your? Oh. What. NFL confirms Chloe and Hallie will perform. Oh, no. America the Beautiful. Dang it. Chloe oh, and Hallie. I, that's what I said. Dang oh. it, guys. Come on. Now Beyonce like, didn't approve this. Nah, I do want to fuck up. What the heck? <laughs> now I feel like NFL is purposely trying to find black people. <laughs> well, because it's in Atlanta, right? And more, like, because they're from Atlanta. So they're. Like, but no, I'm not excusing I just feel like, I'm saying that they're I feel like the NFL is purposely trying to find African American acts. I feel like they're asking people that are from there. Yeah. I'm just. I'm a, Beyonce did not approve. Look, someone says, does Beyonce know? No, <laughs> seriously. Like. Beyonce didn't, or maybe Beyonce was like, I don't think you should do it, but it's, the decision is up to y'all. But if she signed to the label, she don't have control. If, if Chloe and Hallie are signed to Beyonce's label, yeah, she Beyonce doesn't have control over what they do, and I don't believe right she's involved in all their business deals. Right, yeah, so that's true. Would she have an opinion about it? I'm yes. sure she does. Right. I'm sure she does, but like oh, technically, gosh. she's not their manager. Ah. But I do think it's funny that someone said, "Does Beyonce know?" Lord. Um, someone else said it's too early in their career for them to be controversial. 
Dang it, Chloe and Halle. I like you guys. <laughs> like someone said it, they're getting all the black performers on purpose. And I don't necessarily think that either. I think that a lot yeah. of black artists are from Atlanta. Yeah. If people are agreeing to it, but uh. well that's the last one. <laughs> Alright, question of the week. Would you rather sell all of your possessions or sell one of your organs? Um, so um Baltimore's Obama said, How much do I get for my organ? Actually, I'll sell one of my organs because in this hypothetical I apparently I had several. We got it. <laughs> and you should know better. <laughs> I, yeah, you should know better. Yep, calling out on you. You know who you are. I know you know who I am and you know who oh you are. My God. Now you should know that's not how this works. You just answer the question. It says sell one of your organs. Clearly it's one. Yeah, so he's choosing that one. <laughs> all the fodder before just wasn't necessary is all I'm saying. Just get to the root. Headshot1906 said, um, sell an organ. I'm sure there's something I don't need. The single girl guy said, sell all my possessions. I can get them back. Um, Lugrative Seti says, possessions. Um, Anon Khan said, definitely possessions. Miss Danny M said, it depends on the organ. Um, Once again... (laughs) Y'all can choose the organ. We just said, sell one of your organs. (laughs) Um, Untamed Bushru said, sell my possessions. And then they said, did we hear about the young Chinese guy who sold his kidney on the black market so he could buy an iPhone and an iPad? Um, and apparently this was big news next, last week. Well, I would think <laughs> if I'm going to sell an organ, I got to be able to do kidney. more. <laughs> Well, and one, I need to get more. I got to be able to do more about an iPhone and an iPad. I need <laughs> right. to pay my student loans off. If I'm <laughs> selling a, a, a kidney, my home is paid off. <laughs> right. I'm not just getting an iPad. So, son, you cheat yourself. So I'm saying. But I would disagree. He's not necessarily disabled. But um, Speak for the one kidney folk. <laughs> Speak. <laughs> um, them... S. Adams says, sell my possessions for sure. I can buy things back, but my body is a temple. I was created phenomenally, and I know people donate their organs to help others, which is great. I don't think I would sell my organs first. Great question. Um, Lanny on Life said, all my possessions, I can get those back. And then Chrissy Natural Beauty said, sell all of my possessions. And I think we got... um, Facebook. Yeah. So, Niche said... I don't think I need all of my organs, but I need all my stuff. And Ari said her organs are her possessions. <laughs> so which one are you choose yesterday? Mm, I don't want to sell an organ. Mm-hmm. So probably my possessions. Although I get it. Like, there's some, you know, certain organs you don't. Like your spleen could be. You yeah, could live that's what I'm about. Your spleen. Mm-hmm. But it's like. Who's buying a spleen? Because <laughs> you can live without it. Right. I yeah. mean, if you're trying to look, if I'm selling an organ, I want to make a profit. And like, no one's buying a spleen. <laughs> the organs people really put some money on, I'm not selling. Well, that's what I said. I was going to, I'm going to choose to sell an organ, but it would be a spleen. A you're not penis. making a lot. You're not that's making fine. a lot. That's fine. Then what's the point? Just so I don't have to sell all my possessions. I get it. I just feel <laughs> so, like I'm gonna do it. I want something for it. An appendix? You don't need it. No one's no one's saying a little part of my gallbladder. No one's know? on the black market like, man, I need an appendix. What you got? <laughs> what you got for that appendix? For kidney, 
lungs, heart. Well, look, I can't sell the kidney, then I'm dead. <laughs> but I'm just saying, that's what the people, that's what the black market is. They looking for those type of, you know, I don't, I mean, if someone knows anything about the black market, let me know if spleens are, let me know. <laughs> if spleens are popping. The going rate of spleens and appendix. <laughs> I'm dead. Let me know how much you could get on the black market. <laughs> if it's decent, then maybe I'll consider it. <laughs> Or I don't, I'm trying to think of something else that you could sell, like a pinky toe. That's not an organ. That's not an organ. <laughs> and who is buying a pinky toe? You're trying to sell stuff that someone could live without. Like someone lost their pinky toe, it would suck. But like you're not like, let me go find a pinky toe. You're not doing that. You're just not. You're not trying to sell nothing that nobody want. That exactly. I so get I it. Get a couple dollars, you know. No one's buying that. No one's buying. You could, you could, you probably, honestly, you probably couldn't give it away. I don't know nobody, <laughs> unless they're like medical school, school or scientists, right, yeah. who would even want your pinky toe. I'm sure a medical school would take right? it. Because they could like start, you know, right. learning how to do stuff on it. Right. That's the, I mean, if a normal person <laughs> wants your pinky toe, then something's wrong with them. <laughs> something's Maybe wrong with them. Maybe they got a toe fetish. Typically not a, <laughs> a cut off, dead rotting toe fetish is typically attached to a foot <laughs> I watched this um, I think this was a Netflix original it was about cam girls um, and the people that were watching her got turned on by her like doing fake suicide videos people's uh, um, <laughs> I was like that's so weird Like people's sexual <laughs> things are like mm. <laughs> I really be trying to judge people I don't like to I'm saying I really be trying not to mm-hmm. judge folk but sometimes people's sexual Preferences. fetishes are yeah. like that's that that seems <laughs> cause yeah she like would fake slit her throat and like lay out and have like all the fake blood spraying and then she would pop up and be like thanks guys I and be like that was great I'm like oh my weird. god yeah I remember I was watching True Life Mm-hmm. They didn't bring True Life back. That was a good series when they did it. Mm-hmm. And he had a foot fetish, and like he was with his girlfriend at the time. He's like, "Come on, babe, can we?" She's like, "Please, I just want to relax." <laughs> He's like, "Come on." She's like, "Fine." And so she takes her shoe off mm-hmm. and puts it up on the couch. And he's like smacking his face into her foot. Oh my god! And she's just like, like rolling her eyes, like I just want to watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm just like. Yeah, I couldn't deal with that. I wonder if, like, you bought him, like, a prosthetic foot, if that would do the trick. No, I think the whole, I, because it doesn't, it's not real. It's not going to be warm. I know, but I'm talking about the ones that are, like, you know. It's that- not going to be warm like a foot. I think, and I don't think, when people have certain body fetishes, mm-hmm. I don't think if you just stick a foot in front of him mm-hmm. that was sexually desired, and I think it's a part of a human body. I don't mm-hmm. believe, I mean, I don't know, but I just don't see Getting him, getting it, someone who has a foot fetish, like mm-hmm. a fake foot, not attached to the body, mm-hmm. would still give them the same pleasure. Because mm-hmm. I think, it's, you know what I mean? It's part of it being attached to it. I, I really do. Yeah. I don't think that would work. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if I was a girlfriend of someone with a foot fetish, I'm certainly not buying, you know, fake foot so you <laughs> leave me alone. Stop it. <laughs> I just couldn't be with someone. I was with about a to foot say, fetish. so if someone had a foot fetish, would, you, would that be a deal breaker for you? No, if I. If I can't watch if it was to the point if I can't watch Grey's Anatomy without you banging your face up against my foot, mm-hmm. that would bother me. <laughs> it's one thing if, if you like to like suck well, I'm not even have my toes sucked. And I don't want them. I'm not a feet person like Unless yours is getting rubbed. Basically. 
I'll take a foot rub, but I don't like feet. Mm-hmm. So if someone, if a guy likes my feet, that's fine. But there's a certain level where I'm capping out. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna sit on the couch and you just be smacking your face with my foot. Like it's so. Is it such thing as too many foot massages? Like if every day they want to give you a foot massage, I think I'd be all right. <laughs> okay, so it's like that's fine. But if I they... do have to be levels. I, I mm-hmm. I've never been in that situation. Right. Where I wouldn't know until I was in it. Right. But watching that, I'd be like, Nah, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> like I don't want to keep. Like she was mm-hmm. just like she and she talked about like she loved him and she understands she wants to like. But she's like sometimes like she just is like she don't feel like it. Right. Sometimes she rather just have like sex like. This average way mm-hmm. and not with focusing on that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like that would be me. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would get tired. I just be like, Look, can, can you not? Right, <laughs> and I know for me, sometimes I don't want to be touched at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, <laughs> no, Mm-mm-mm. so did, did you watch anything new that came on this week except for Firefest Festival? Well, yeah. <laughs> I did, but I don't feel like anything was worth discussing. Do you feel like TV was... Um, I thought it was like... I mean, it was the first episode back, so I felt like it ain't really going to give you nothing. Well, what was, what's the show that um, they moved to Thursday on ABC? I think the um, A Million Little Things. Did you watch that? Mm-mm. Okay, never mind then. We can talk about it next week. No, because I'm... You might as well just say it. No. I mean, it wasn't nothing big. Just <laughs> nothing happened. That's what I'm saying. I don't feel like any of the shows I watched this week. I mean, it was something to discuss, but it's not anything that has to be discussed. Is what I'm saying. But then next week we'll be behind. So, so then we'll talk point. about the new episode. Is what I'm saying next week. No, I don't like that. Just say what happened. It's okay. It's not. Why well, I want to talk about my little things next week then? Okay, that's fine. I just think you should just say it. <laughs> oh my god. I don't think it's foolish. I really hate when she does this, y'all. Oh my god. You literally have to lie because then she go, "Why well, am I going to say anything?" It's like just say what happened. You literally care. said that you didn't want to talk about shows that I didn't watch because I didn't have anything to say, like. Housewives, Atlanta, all those shows. So why would I talk about episodes that you didn't see? But I know the show enough. Like, I can't watch about Housewives, Atlanta because you don't watch it at all. I do watch many little things. I just forgot to watch it this week. Okay. So you talking about it, I still know the characters. Mm-hmm. I still know the storyline. If mm-hmm. I sweat and talked about Housewives, New Jersey, you wouldn't know. I don't actually. But I can't ask your opinion about something that you didn't see. <clears throat> If you tell me what happened, I can still be not doing that. About. We know that. All I'm saying is, next time I just, I just, I keep, I, I forget that. I just have to lie. Like, if you talk to Cindy, you like, did you see so-and-so? you be like, nah, what happened? She won't tell you. you gotta, no, I'm not You gotta be like, yeah, so how was it? What you think? And then she'll say her two cents, and then you learn about the show that way. Because, like, all the way, or you have to look it up online, and she don't like when you do that either. Nope. Which I'm about to do that now, so we can move on. Okay, so our topic for today is about um, celibacy in relationships and how it's successful and, you know, what are some rules um, to make celibacy in relationships um, successful. And so we have an article, um, it's 13 things that happen when you become celibate. And so I don't think all of these are specific to being in relationships but it's just things that happen in your life period when you become celibate um so have you ever been celibate Shanae? Mm, i guess so mm-hmm. i would say by force no 
I'll say yes because I feel like there's a period of time when I wasn't dating, I wasn't having sex, and and I wouldn't have mm-hmm. even if I would right. Like, you've had the opportunity. Right. So, yeah. But I feel like, for me, mm-hmm. mm, celibacy isn't something that's difficult. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe I'm just different, but I feel like people are, like, obsessed with sex in a way that's annoying for me. Mm-hmm. Like, they act like, oh, my God, I haven't had sex in three months. It's like, relax. So, you do you relax. consider celibacy just not having it, or is it purposefully going without it? I'm saying, I'm saying... It has its purpose to me. No, I agree. I'm just asking how you define it because people define it differently. I think if you're making a point, I feel like if nothing's in your life and you're just not having sex, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I don't. I'm not really sure because I, I don't know. consider that celibate because people will be like, "Oh, I'm celibate until I get into a relationship or whatever." I'm like, "Well, then you just aren't." You know, sexually you're just not active. sexually active right yeah. now. So yeah, 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 I get it. But it's like if you find somebody, then you'll become sexually active. So, so no, you're just not having sex. <clears throat> but I think a lot of people be like, "Oh, I'm celibate right now." I'm like, girl, no, you're not. Stop it. <laughs> like, you just don't have anybody right now, and there's nothing wrong with that. But that to me isn't celibacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I don't be trying to tell people, you know, what to do. But I just don't consider that uh, celibacy. Me either. <laughs> I mean, I've, I. Have had periods of time where I was like, I'm not having sex, right. period. Right, yeah. So I had periods of time where I was mm-hmm. it. And then yeah. I had periods of time where um, I just wasn't having sex. If yeah. I was in a relationship, I might have been, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've experienced both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you can get some of the benefits from either way. Yeah. But I think okay. it is a lot more powerful if you're actively choosing to make the decision not to instead of being like, well, I don't have anyone. Right, 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 yeah. <clears throat> so, 13 things that happen during when you're celibate. So, number 13 is that your focus shifts. Um, and it's to basically saying, depending on the reason that you became celibate, like, you know, for some people it's religious region, reasons, they'll say that they're a born-again virgin, or for others it's just that they may be, like, tired of the circle of relationships that they decide I'm just going to be celibate so that you know, in my next relationships, I'm handling it differently. So they say whatever the purpose of you get becoming celibate, then that's your focus more on that and focus on other things that hopefully better your life. But sometimes people focus on still the wrong stuff, even though that wasn't their purpose in it all. I've never been celibate, so I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think sometimes, to me, like, acknowledging a part of, like, the, the routine of, like, the round of relationships, mm-hmm. if you've had a series of relationships that you felt ended, and you felt hurt or whatever, mm-hmm. sometimes I think when you're choosing to be celibate, um, and then you may go on to date or something like that, Yeah, I think the hope is, in being celibate, and dating, and finding, and hopefully finding a mate, mm-hmm. taking that out of the equation, you can get to really know someone Mm-hmm. a person and not be distracted by sex mm-hmm. and because sex can be a distraction mm-hmm. and I think that's people's go to sometimes like I yeah. personally I like I said like a side note I get irritated when people act like they're gonna die if they don't get banged mm-hmm. two three times a week mm-hmm. no you're not like right. you're not right and so and if it's to that point <laughs> then you have a problem <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying yeah like, and, and even and the thing is and I think people should also realize that if someone's 
celibate. That don't mean they don't like sex. That don't mean oh, it's yeah. not yeah. a difficulty for them. But I, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like I just hate the the obsessiveness of sex all the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just my personal thought. Mm-hmm. Like people just act like. I mean, I there's so much more to life. Mm-hmm. And there's so much more to romantic relationships mm-hmm. than sex. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes when you're celibate and you're dating someone, you just like kind of getting the elephant out of the room and focusing on the other stuff that actually will maintain your relationship. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying sex don't impact the relationship. It does. Mm-hmm. But to me, it shouldn't be the first. It shouldn't be the top five things. I just don't. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like the minority in that and mm-hmm. I'm fine with that mm-hmm. but I just feel like I that, feel like you, you think that there are other values that should be above um, sex basically I do and I still acknowledge that sex is an important part of a relationship so oh, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, yeah. it's not something that is an important part of maintaining a relationship mm-hmm. but I'm saying I think people put way too much focus on sex and not the other stuff mm-hmm. I mean you got people here acting foolish but you know the thing, one thing that I think Over some is, penis. He don't buy you nothing. He don't pay no bill. He treats you like crap. He won't give you a title. But you love, I mean, stop. I, oh. But you know the one thing I think is interesting? Because I know a few couples that have done this. They'll become, like, they'll get engaged and then become celibate. That's kind of weird to me. I don't know. I'm just like, I always have found it interesting to be like, okay, why at this point? And I know some of them have told me, well, because we want to try to be as holy as possible before the wedding. I'm like, but you've been doing whatever this whole time up until getting engaged. So it's like this last year you want to go without and then get back to it. I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me. Well, I've heard people do that to have, um, to just have excitement on the wedding night. To make the, and that, and I'm like, honeymoon. cool, I can understand that. Cause but to like, be extra holy is weird. <laughs> if you're active and then. You get engaged and you say, okay, we're not going to. Or six months before the wedding, you guys mm-hmm. decide not to. I've heard that. Yeah. It could be excitement for the wedding night. Or the that wedding. I can get. Yeah. Um, but I, I'll say this. I know couples who have been on and off. And on and off of whether they have sex or don't have sex. Mm-hmm. And, and um, because of religion, because of things like that. And they'll slip up. They'll slip up. Oh, yeah. And they'll have sex. or they'll do it for like a month. They're like, we, we shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. It's not. So I've seen... Both. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes also when people get engaged and they say they don't have sex and be holy, I think sometimes because people sometimes typically if they're getting married by a pastor or whatever, they're required to take certain classes or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. think that's a part of the whole thing is you're yeah. like trying to put their best foot forward forward to mm-hmm. marriage mm-hmm. and taking counseling and all that stuff seriously. I think yeah. they'll take that off the table. Yeah. I mean <laughs> to each his own. Yeah. Because I've read about this one couple online. They're celibate as a married couple. Because they feel... You know how some people feel like sex is only for procreation. So they don't have sex... They're not having sex until they're preparing to have children. And my thing is... And if that works for them... Then more power to them, right. Then that's good. Yeah. Yeah. But I also feel like people's... I guess... I don't know... Sexual desires vary. Mm-hmm. You have people who are like asexual, who aren't attracted. You, know? mm-hmm. you have people who have like a lower sex drive, where like it's not the most important thing. Them. That don't mean they don't enjoy it. That don't mean they like it. Mm-hmm. But they're not thinking about pounding someone every single day. Right. Yeah. 
you're like, I just don't understand. I it. don't. I mean, and, and the thing is, is, I like sex anyway. I mean, I'm just, I, I, I just don't. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I never will, and that's fine. You can't say you never will. You may one day get it. No, I don't. I don't think I will. <laughs> because I, 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 even, even when I've been in relationships and stuff like that, that was never the top for me. I enjoy it. I like to do it. Right. And in, in, in my next relationship, I'll enjoy it. I'll do it. So that's not. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that it's going to be the top priority. I'm not saying that. But I, 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 I don't, I feel like a lot of people put it to the forefront in a mm-hmm. way that I don't. And mm-hmm. I don't think that will change. Right. I'm not, yeah, I wasn't saying that that was one day. So what, what? I was was saying you may want it every day of the week one day. No, that'll never happen. I know myself. (laughs) I'm 26 years old. About to be 27. At a certain point, you know yourself. Mm -hmm. No. Okay. Every other, maybe. (laughs) But no. First of all, who has the time? I mean, y'all, I mean, for people who have the time, like, y'all be, shout out to you. I gotta be honest with you. Shout out to you. Mm-hmm. I we're not we're not doing it every day. We're just not. Every other sounds more normal for me. <laughs> okay. And even then, some days, brother, it ain't gonna be every other. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that it's like ever gonna be. Well, isn't for most relations, I don't think there's gonna be like a stretch of time where it's like, yeah, we did it every other day for six months. Like it's not. I don't think it should be like a schedule. It's not a schedule, but yeah. you saying you may change your mind and want to do it every day. No, I won't. I know for a fact I won't. I'm just saying for that example, mm-hmm. no, I won't. Okay. No, I won't. Um, so the next one is that you may gain discipline. And it talks about how some athletes, specifically boxers, when they're training, they are celibate because they feel like it affects how they train and affects how they box and affects how they play, all that kind of thing. Um, so even if they're in relationships, marriages, whatever, they decide to be celibate to help themselves be disciplined on their um, preparation. Several athletes they do mm-hmm. that, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of athletes do that. Mm-hmm. They don't have sex until after the big game or mm-hmm. yep. for that very reason. Yep. Um, the next one is you may have a hard time starting new relationships if you're celibate. Um, <laughs> because they say... It's a, oftentimes you tell someone that and they're immediately like not on board yeah. or turned off by it, and so then you just know that that's just not the person for you at that time. Figgity and the facts. right person may, you know, come your Figgity way. Figgity facts. <laughs> I would love to survey a hundred men and ask that if they would be with someone that's celibate. Uh-huh. I think honestly, I think most people would say yes, but in real life would no. not agree to it. That I, think, at a certain, I think most people be like, yeah, we can make it work. They'll say that certain, on a survey. At a certain time period, they'd be looking at like, so when is... When, <laughs> when we giving up on this? Like, is it 90 days? Like, how long is this going to work? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I have a friend, she was like in a relationship, and then the person she was dating decided to become celibate. And she like, what? I'm, I'm not okay with that. And so they broke up. Because she was like, I'm not willing to be in a relationship with you and be celibate. Was there an endpoint of the celibacy? Or was no. this, they just don't want to have sex at all? Yeah, they just decided they wanted to be celibate. They didn't have an endpoint. Like, it might not be till marriage or it might not be for a year. But they just said they wanted to be celibate and they didn't know how long. So she And they were in a long-distance relationship. So she was like, when I see you, I'm going to want you. And she was just like, I'm not willing to be. How long were you together? I think like six months. <laughs> and um, keep my comments to myself. No, say what you gotta say. <laughs> I 
I think a lot of people bounce. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like, like I know that there, there's some people who probably think at me, and some people think I'm being dramatic. I think people have a hyper focus on sex. I really do. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, number ten is you'll find new ways to express yourself other than sex. So you'll be more creative in planning dates. You'll be more creative in spending time with one another because oftentimes in the beginning of celibacy, you don't just want to be in the home as it might lead to sex. I think that would be true if you're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. If you're both, you know, trying to not go there. Mm -hmm. I think that's valid. Does celibacy include masturbation? I didn't think it did, but I guess for some people it does. I guess that's when people differ because I know there's been some people who don't think like oral sex so they'll do that um, but won't have sex mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying people yeah. have <laughs> different levels variations yeah. and I do think there are people who are celibate who won't masturbate or won't mm-hmm. do anything mm-hmm. yeah yeah so I guess, so it, I guess depends. it just depends on the couple mm-hmm. how they are like I know one she used to be a friend when her and her boyfriend decided just for a religious reason wanted to just really you know live by the word mm-hmm. decided not to they didn't do anything mm-hmm. like they would kiss but no masturbation no right. oral, none right. of that so i think it just depends on how you define it right yeah like i said in the beginning everybody yeah. defines it differently so um number nine is you'll realize how much it plays a part in your life so figgity facts <laughs> Um, and so it just talks about how you never realize how intimate you are until you are intimate with someone without sex. Because intimacy is not just sexual. It's emotions, everything else. So you'll realize how intimately connected you actually are minus the sex. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times when you bring up intimacy, I think sometimes people's default is physical, straight yeah. up. Yeah. And not the emotional... Um, intimacy or spiritual intimacy with that you can have with a person. I think people stop right at the physical. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I tell. I mean, I just, I just feel like how much greater is sex when you decide to become intimate. Like that's if you're celibate before marriage. Yeah. How much greater ideally could the sex be mm-hmm. when on every intimacy level outside of just you're physical connected. that you're connected? Mm-hmm. That sounds like amazing sex to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, eight is you'll have less responsibility. Um, so in your decision to be celibate, um, you have less of a responsible to confuse intimacy like with emotional intimacy. You'll have less of a responsibility for contracting STIs, potentially getting pregnant, uh-huh. all those other um, risk factors that come into having sex with people. For real. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I honestly just a side note mm-hmm. I don't care how often you have sex you should be protecting yourself I don't understand like the conversations I have heard from people like they're just so still comfortable in 2019 mm-hmm. or in 2019 to be like raw with someone they barely know mm-hmm. I don't understand that right. you, if you want to have sex every day you want to have sex with whoever you should be protecting yourself mm-hmm. and if you choose if you're in a committed relationship and you guys choose to not have protection at all, mm-hmm. y'all should be getting tested before you decide to do that. Oh yeah, you know people yeah. don't be doing that, and still and they still get tested regularly and get tested regularly. Even if you are still only with that person, because sometimes 
things don't develop until you know months, months later, later and all that kind of stuff so for sure because i don't like when people just like oh we've been together for years ain't no reason like you still no, you still should be getting checked get your out full body checked out to make sure that you're in good health um number seven is you'll have less distractions um you'll have a clearer mindset when it comes to your relationships you'll spend less time daydreaming um and you won't have the cute co-worker problem and so it goes into, i feel like basically to me i take that as you won't be dick ties <laughs> or pussy ties <laughs> is that hmm you don't think that's a thing i know i think being digmatized is a thing but i don't know if i consider like daydreaming and stuff part of that because you're daydreaming about penis no i don't know <laughs> I'm just saying, know, or you're daydreaming about a vagina. <laughs> right, but, yeah. And I, I don't know, I guess I just never had a cute co-worker, because that's never been an issue for me. I don't know. I don't get the cute co-worker part, but <laughs> I, I feel like I took that as when you, like, dick ties or vagina ties, where you just, like, obsessed. Yeah, but I think the cute coworker thing is like for people that you've never even been intimate with, you imagining you're like imagining having sex with them, right? But I'm like, I feel like that can still happen if you sell a bit, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, number six is you may face relationship issues if you are celibate, um, because sometimes part of a healthy relationship is um, having a healthy sexual relationship. For sure, but I, I would say. That's why, like, when you mentioned the person before, I was like, is there a purpose? Is there a goal? Is there, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. typically, I think sometimes it's celibate towards marriage. And sometimes I've heard people say they want to they be celibate until they know that they're in love and in a genuine, mm-hmm. healthy relationship until, before they decide to be intimate. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's just... No, they just said that she, she just told her she wanted to be celibate. She didn't say there was a goal or anything like right. that she just like one day was like hey i want to be celibate and she was just like skirt like where did this come from and she was just like it's kind of something i've been thinking about and i just think it'll help me you know progress forward in life and it may it but may. she won't be a part <laughs> right <laughs> um you may gain empowerment and find the beauty in yourself outside of sex I think that's valid. And you can take complete control of your life and your body. I think that could be valid. Which and it even mentions masturbation. And being able to please yourself. And there you go. <laughs> In their definition of yeah. jealousy, you can masturbate. Right. <laughs> right. What would you about to ask? I was going to say, would you would you ever, because you say you've never been celibate, right. would you ever choose to be celibate? I don't think so. I mean, because I just had times where I just go without it. Like, that's fine with me, but it's not a time where I need... I feel like I need to go without it for a specific goal. If you met someone that you liked and he said, uh, I'm celibate, would you respect that and date him? I want to know how long. Like, what's the goal? If he said till marriage? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing it. Why? I That's just not something I'm interested in doing. Unless we get married in, like, a year. Like... <laughs> that depends on how y'all develop as a couple. There, I mean, he didn't say, he didn't say, I want to be celibate to marriage and I have to date someone for three years before I'm married. He just right. said, I want to be celibate to marriage. Well, He could pop the question in seven months to you. That's what I'm saying. But then I you. still wouldn't even want to get married that quickly for me. But like, I'm just saying, you're not willing to date someone that wants to wait till marriage now. 
You're not willing to date someone who's willing to be celibate. No, I didn't say that. I said it just depends on what their goal is. I'm just not waiting till marriage. But even if they say, I want to be celibate for a year, you'll date them? Potentially, yeah. But till marriage is a no. So what's Correct. the difference between a year and marriage? Because I don't want to get married in a year's time. Like, <laughs> But I'm saying, but, but we don't know if that person does either. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying, and you would like to get married one day, maybe, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you met someone and you were dating, and he was like, I want to be celibate until I'm ready to get married... He didn't say a time frame. You don't know a time frame of when but you're But I being, have a time frame of what I'm comfortable with getting married. And what are you comfortable with? And I, it's not a year. That's what I'm saying. But I didn't say... I. The thing I'm trying to say <laughs> is, with this person who's like, I'm celibate, I want to be celibate to our marriage. Mm-hmm. In this scenario, he never gave you a timeline. Right, so I'm s- saying no. To marriage, no. But you don't... But how long for you before you would get married? How long do you feel like you need to date somebody? Two years? Uh, probably like two years, then be engaged like a year. So three years, three mm-hmm. years before you can get married, mm-hmm. and you won't. And you're saying, I'm not going that long. No, <laughs> I'm just not. <laughs> Would you date someone that was waiting till marriage? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just not. It just wouldn't. It wouldn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, number four is you miss out on certain experiences. Um. And it just goes into part of an experience of building a relationship and it being rewarding and pleasurable is learning someone sexually. Um, So you may be missing out, they put air quotes, on um, building that kind of relationship with one another and getting to know them on that kind of level. And then it even talks about not having the same sexual preferences um, as the person that you're dating. And you wouldn't find that out, I guess. Oh, you could talk about it. I though. feel like that's not. I was, I disagree with that part because mm-hmm. I feel like just if you were in a space, you were dating someone, you were in a relationship, you guys weren't having sex. Um, I don't feel like that doesn't mean you guys couldn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, to each his own because maybe they feel like if you talk about it, then all of a sudden you're just gonna <laughs> rip your clothes off because you're talking about it. Mm-hmm. So dramatic. People are so dramatic. <laughs> um, but I don't. I feel like you could easily have a conversation about what you like and don't like. And I think a lot of times people who, I think that's a problem sometimes in relationships too. I don't think people have conversations about sex. They just do right. it. Right. Yeah. And I think, I mean, depending on how you want to be celibate, where mm-hmm. there's a time period or you're waiting till marriage, mm-hmm. being talking, actively talking about with your partner, mm-hmm. what you like, what you don't like, mm-hmm. I think could possibly build a, better foundation when you decide to be intimate with each other because mm-hmm. you you know for sure and know what they're willing typically, to do right what they're doing because typically i mean our listeners think about the last time you have sex with did you really talk about it before you did it did you say i like this i like that you mm-hmm. may talk about what you want to do to the person but <laughs> you know what i mean did you mm-hmm. actually have your last person had sex with did you actually have a conversation about their sexual desires preferences etc mm-hmm I think some people do, but I think a lot of people still don't. Right. Because I know, I mean, I've had friends who like their partner, love mm-hmm. their partner, but weren't satisfied sexually. And every time I'd be like, say something. They'd be like, oh, that feels weird. And and, and that's, that's just, stupid. and that's weird to me. Yeah. Because that's what I was going to say. I think, and I think that's the issue I have with most people be like, oh, this person was bad. That person was bad. When it's like, well, one, y'all didn't talk about it. Y'all only interacted with each other one time. So it's just like they may have just been used to doing something one way, and maybe and you, you like were bad. 
Or you might have been bad too. So I it's just like, like to bring up that part. Because everyone loves to slam someone else and was like, oh, they was whack. You mm-hmm. ever thought that they thought you were whack too? Right. Maybe yeah. you're both whack. <laughs> I, 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 I just be wanting to do that other part. But it's part. like, even when you do have a whack experience, being willing to, if you was willing to have sex with them, being also willing to be like, you know, I would prefer if we did it this way or prefer if we did that or whatever. I don't so that you make sure that the shared experience is something that you both um, are enjoying and appreciate. While that price should be a hand to hand experience, that mm-hmm. is not. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like if you didn't have a good time, do mm-hmm. you now try to fix it? No, they'll either keep having sex with them without talking about it or they won't have sex with them anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that's what happens a lot of times. Well, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm just like, I don't like the whole, oh, I hit once and it was bad because it's just like, did you talk to them about why it was bad? Like, <laughs> and maybe, and then I think sometimes people don't care. I mean, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So then that's another thing. Yeah. And I think sometimes um, one would hope, we'll put it this way, if you're in a relationship with someone mm-hmm. and there's love there or care there, that you would want to know if you actually were pleasing your partner. Oh, like, yeah, you should want to know. Um, yeah. But everyone's not like that either. Oh, that's weird to me. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, number three is you get a clearer vision. Um, so you learn a lot more about yourself and learn what makes you happy and what pleases you outside of sex. You learn to see different aspects of your life in a new light, including the aspects that involve other people and how you um, relate with others. I agree. So I just, but now I want to know, and there's, if, if people don't want to be celibate, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like sex can be a distraction in relationships? Yeah. So how, 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 if someone, just use me as an example because you don't want to be celibate and that's fine. Right. How do you, what are the measures you keep for yourself Mm -hmm. so you don't become distracted? I think it's about communication and talking about what the goals are and what you want and working towards those goals. Um, And also it's like having dates like because i think a lot of people they get in a relationship with somebody and then it's like they just fall into a routine instead of like actually going out on dates and so it's like still doing all the things that you did when you were getting to know each other well a lot of people getting to know each other's netflix and chill that's why people we gotta step out standards okay (laughs) i'm just saying i mean to me it goes into just even the dating process we people don't want to say dating it's talking dating i mean Mm -hmm. don't get me on my Tang- I think that's that's a bigger I think a bigger part of mm-hmm. of it is just the fact that like do people date? Yes, people date. Yeah, but like sometimes I don't even feel like we people don't date like that. You mm-hmm. go out one time, they're ready to come to your house, <laughs> or right. vice versa. Yeah, or you want to go to his house. Mm-hmm. I won't put the blame on guys. Want me to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a part of it. It's such a rush to like. Mm-hmm. Get you in a solo setting, and why do you want to be in a solo setting? It's not just to hang out with each other. Right. It's sexual. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Because my thing is, is we be like, oh, oh. we be like, oh, you should come over, let's hang out, let's go to the movies, mm-hmm. let's go to the park. Why do we need to hang out in your home? I remember I went back and forth with a guy like this. Well, it's more comfortable. What's more comfortable about your home? <laughs> than like a movie theater the movie theater has like reclining seats or even like I understand how it may be more comfortable for the person whose home it is because they're home but that may not be comfortable for the other person because they in your space like you know what I'm saying 
So it's like they only you're only those people that say that are only worried about those people that say that want to have sex. Stop it. (laughs) There is no. It's not even like they want to get their dick sucked. Like stop it. I don't. (laughs) And 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 dudes, tell me like when you say, "Oh, let's come over and chill." You really would think it was a great night if y'all just chilled and didn't touch each other? Some, yes. Most majority, no. Okay. <laughs> but I do think some, there are sure, some. Sure, I'm sure there are. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, in a big scheme of things, that's what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. They didn't actually come over here for y'all to just sit and talk. <laughs> I don't believe that. Not majority. Mm-hmm. And if I'm wrong, ladies and gents, let me know. Tell me no. I totally just... Really just want to watch that Netflix documentary. <laughs> I really just want to watch about the Fire Festival with you in my house. <laughs> and I'm gonna bring a bottle because that's just really what we have to do because we gotta we gotta take shots of tequila while we watch the Fire oh, Festival. Oh no, that's now that's weird. I'm just I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying like cut it. <laughs> Back to that. I just cut it. I'm just saying no one is like. Yeah, come on over. <laughs> we're gonna watch a movie, and we're just gonna watch the movie, and then you're gonna leave. I'm not gonna touch you. I'm not gonna try. There's gonna be nothing. I'm just more comfortable here. And I'm gonna keep my pants on. <laughs> like, it's not true. Um, number two is you find out how who your true friends are, which I thought that one was really interesting. That what did they say about that? That's weird. Um, so it says, just as you may see your partner in a new light, you may also find that the people you thought were your friends aren't as supportive as you previously believed them to be. Um, because when you become celibate, your lifestyle changes. So you may be less interested in going out or going out to clubs or trying to meet new people, um, because of your newfound self-confidence and self-awareness. I don't know about this one, to be honest. (laughs) Because I don't, I, I, don't I, I don't know anyone that was celibate and like, oh, I don't want to go out anymore because I don't want to meet new people. Like, I've never known anyone like that. Or, like, it changed how they interacted with people that they were completely platonic with. I don't... Well, I don't think that is it. But I think if... I, I, I see it from the standpoint of if you have friends where that was a big part of your relationship. Not, like, having sex together, but, like... Right. You know, going out and trying to pick up guys, or when you guys talk, it's like shooting, shooting the shit about what you was doing. Da da da. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I would take it like it has to be extreme where that was a part of their friendship. Does that yeah, make sense? yeah. I feel like that's the only way. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> right, I agree. That's with the you only way I can see is if yeah. a part of, a part of their friendship was like. I don't know. Because then it, it does go into and, uh, hookup culture. Right. And, like, like for people going out just to bring Right. If that home. was kind of a part of, you know, if you had girlfriends or guys like that, that was a part of the friendship kind mm-hmm. of. And then you were pulling out of it. And so even if you go out, you're not picking up someone and you don't have stories and you don't have anything to say. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. then, so I think that's the only way. Mm-hmm. But I do think, um, if you were to be celibate and you were saying that and your friends were like kind of giving you grief about it, I don't really. That's well, yeah, whack. that's not being a good friend. Why and that's weird. weird to me. I'm just like, like why are you concerned? Yeah, like why does that matter to you? Like, that shouldn't matter to your friends. You just but like, okay, say, I'm supporting you. If you need my help, like if you need me to be there for you, I'm there for you. But that's weird for a friend to be like, oh, I don't agree with you being celibate. Like, but I mean, <laughs> I feel like I mean, I I mean. I feel like I've been judged by people when I say stuff like I don't like 
people's hyperfocus on sex or mm-hmm. like I can go a long time about sex. I feel like I've been judged by people who are making statements like that. Mm-hmm. Not like close friends, but like people yeah. judge. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get that statement, which I don't understand because at the same time, like it's such a crime to call someone a hoe or a slut. But if you don't have sex and then they want to call you a prude, but you can't be offended. It's right. the same way of mm-hmm. if if I got to mind my business, you got to mind yours. Right, right. But that's why I'm like, for people that may judge you, then most of them, like you said, aren't close friends. People that are friends with you are just like, okay, cool, do your thing. Like, whatever works for you, works for you. And I don't think anybody should be pressuring, which I'm sure this happens, but I don't think anyone should be pressuring their friends to have sex with people. No, <laughs> and I think sometimes it may not be like, why, you know, who should have sex with them? It could be more of the like, why ain't I having sex? Right. It could be more like statements like that that yeah. make someone can feel some type of way, which I feel like it's, if someone says they're celibate, and you're, you're their friend, and you'll say, oh, well, why? What made you do that? Once they say the answer, that should be the end of it. Yeah. I don't really feel like you should, Unless like, they want to learn more about your goals, but it's not about... It shouldn't... It the shouldn't focus be, shouldn't be that you're not having sex, and that's an issue. Like, that shouldn't be the focus. It shouldn't be a critical response. It that should be more... Learning. I may be intrigued. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I agree. And, 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 like, and my thing is, if you didn't agree, you could keep that to yourself. It's mm-hmm. like, sometimes I do feel like you don't... Like, you don't have to say everything on your mind. Agree. So, like, even Absolutely if you be like, oh, I think that's crazy. It's like, there's no purpose in saying <laughs> Right. <laughs> do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. Like, just. Yeah. I tried to do that with you the other day. I was trying to be supportive. This is a side, this is a side issue. So, all right. We're going to tell the story to get background because it has nothing to do with sex. No, it has so. nothing to do with sex. But it was just me trying to mind my business. <laughs> oh, my God. And. That's not how you do it. Though. She felt like I shouldn't have been minding my business in that moment. That's why I mind your business situation. I was literally asking your opinion. I was trying on an outfit, and I was unsure about the outfit. So, as girls do with their friends, I sent Shanae the picture, and I was like, "Does this look right?" And she all trying to be positive and supportive, but then when I was like, mm, "I'm not feeling that," I'm going to put it back. She going to say, "Good." I'm like, "I asked for your opinion, so first be honest." Of, first of all, I did get my opinion. Right. You wanted to wear a certain type of shoe with the outfit, and I mm-hmm. said it would only look better to me. It would only work with these type of shoes. You right. You know, you wasn't trying to wear those type of shoes. Right. And then I said, "But if you want it, then just wear it," mm-hmm. because I felt like so I gave you my opinion, but ultimately. If you still want to wear with those type of shoes, like then wear it. If you feel comfortable, wear it. Now, when you say I'm not, I'm say good girl, cause like that, I just don't think that would have been hot. That wouldn't have been popping. But I told you I didn't think it would have been. I was still honest. I was just trying to support it. If you still wanted that with those shoes, I was gonna rock with it. But no, it wasn't that I wanted to wear it with the shoes. I was literally just asking about the outfit. I never want to wear heels. Everyone knows I don't like wearing heels. I can't walk in heels. I know. Just saying with that outfit, you gotta. To me, you look crazy if you right. So that's so you just be like, no, girl, don't get it because you look you gonna look crazy. Period. (laughs) You comfortable? Who am I? I. You know what I mean? I'm saying like. If you, I just feel like... If I'm asking your opinion, <laughs> give your I, opinion. I just feel like if that's your judge, who am I to say, that's why. I don't care for it. That don't mean... It's like, do you care for it? It's all that matters. That's what I'm like. If you but feel the whole it, purpose of me asking, because if it's an outfit that I think I look bomb in, I'm not going to ask nobody. But if I'm purposefully asking, it's literally because I'm not sure. So it's not a if you care for it, because I'm not sure. That's the whole reason why I'm asking. 
At the end of the day, <laughs> I told you my two cents. I was just saying at the end of it, but if you want it, do your thing. I still was honest. I still gave you my opinion. Mm-hmm. I just ended it, but do your thing. Then you say get him, and I was like, girl, I already I said put him get back. him if that's if this if that's just what you want. I said, girl, I already didn't put him and back. And then I said, great, because it just wasn't gonna work out. But if you was like, I'm gonna get it, I'd be like, okay. I feel like that was being supportive of your own decisions. So the last one <laughs> is that you may become um, closer to friends and to people that you're seeing if you realize that your goals and your values are um, equally aligned. I think definitely that could be true. I think as I've gotten older um, and my mindset on certain things have changed Mm -hmm. and where I'm at has changed and Mm -hmm. that has caused me to be closer to people who are in that same wavelength to me. And that's just taking, not just celibacy, but just in life general. I think you can blow that up to just as you mature. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, there are people that I'm still friends with. When? Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> like, who outside? No, seriously. Get my knife. Ooh, I gotta get my gun. Oh my god. Okay. Um, don't worry, y'all. I'm gonna take classes. I'm gonna permit. It'll be the legit way. But anyway, I feel like as I've gotten older and I've um, kind of developing kind of like my moral code where I stand, um, that has caused me to not feel as close to certain friends and be closer to certain friends. Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't a bad thing because you can still be friends with them. You just don't. Yeah, you're just not as tight. So that's certainly happened for me, and I know it probably will continue. Yeah, as they you say as you get older, like and then I think sometimes there are things like even with Sydney, mm-hmm. she's still my best friend. That'll never change. But then things were like I absolutely do not agree, but it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. So right. there's also times where like it doesn't matter that mm-hmm. you may not agree on a certain point. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. stop. The relationship, I guess. Yeah, I agree. So I guess it just depends on it, I how think it serious depends. it is to you, how much it means to you. Right, right. you I feel agree. like you could be around someone who doesn't agree with that or you could be right. around someone who doesn't live like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, to me, like the five people closest around, closest to you or even less than that, they, their top three values should be, your top three values should be in their top five. So it's not necessarily going to be the same order. They're not going to necessarily necessarily have the same top priority, but your common value should be shared in there somewhere because to me that's how you keep a longer relationship, friendship, you know, whatever it is, um because you have shared values. So I think that's all we have for today, guys. As always, watch out on our Instagram page for our question of the week. Check out our website if you haven't yet, goodgirlsbehavingbadly.com. If you have any topic suggestions, stories, anonymous questions, you know, whatever, email us um, at goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.